I have to admit, it definitely brought back some memories. I was hanging out with some friends of mine who also have raised three boys, only their boys are much younger, so it's reminding me of my past and raising my boys and some good memories, and we're all hanging out, and all of a sudden we heard it. Like a house with three boys, you hear this a lot, and we heard breaking of glass, and everyone in that room knew what it was except for me because it wasn't my house that we're in, but everything was decorated for Christmas, and it was the snow globe that broke. The oldest of their boys started to cry, was very upset that the Christmas snow globe was broken, and the mom and dad kind of rolled their eyes because they knew what it was, and, and then mom said, well, it's official. Now every one of our boys have broken a snow globe, <laughs> a Christmas snow globe. <laughs> And like I said, it brought back some great memories for me, memories of all the broken glass I've heard in my house full of three boys. And I I don't know where they got it from. <laughs> Could it be? Uh, my name is Steve, right? But my friends call me Steve-O. But those that really know me call me Steve, uh-oh. So <laughs> the, the snow globe doesn't fall far from the tree in my house. Well, I want to talk about something that, that was broke not once but twice, and not a snow globe, but something that was could have been as big as 20,000 pounds, and it was broken twice. But this time, it wasn't my fault. I promise. Happy holiday. Welcome. Happy holiday. To Happy Life Studios. May the calendar keep ringing. Happy holidays to you. We're here to make your happy holidays even happier. Happier holidays. Happier holidays. Happier holidays. What's up, happy lifers? Thanks for joining us today, and happy Thanksgiving. Or should I say, happy life Thanksgiving. Uh, There's definitely some truth to that. It's Thanksgiving happy lifestyle, but when you're thankful, like we talked about last week in our podcast for Thanksgiving, it lends to a happy life. So, happy life Thanksgiving. (laughs) I've got so many thoughts running through my head right now. It's like my, my head's like a plate of spaghetti. Doesn't that sound good? And hopefully this this will taste good, but that's not why it's like a plate of spaghetti. It's like a plate of spaghetti because all my thoughts are like these noodles that are all intertwined with each other, and I'm not even sure how to organize them. And honestly, a, cu- a couple of weeks ago, um, the same thing happened in one of the podcasts that I did. I think it was, I can't remember if it was last week or the week before, but I wasn't sure what the, I just sat down and just started talking because that's kind of how my brain functions. And so that's what we're doing today. So hopefully it will be coherent and it will make sense to you. Hopefully I can lay it out like a waffle in straight lines, right? So it's more understandable. I can take this plate of spaghetti and I can make it more um, organized. But if I don't, that's why it is what it is. But I woke up this morning thinking about you guys and what we're going to talk about for our special Thanksgiving episode. I'm not even sure if I'm going to put this out on Monday. I might put it out later. I might put it out closer to Thanksgiving. Maybe I'll even put it out on Thanksgiving Day. I'm not exactly sure yet. I'm out traveling. I'm trying to get this done before I fly out tomorrow night because there's nobody on the in the plane next to me. And the other week, I was able to get my podcast all edited on the plane trip, which was amazing. That's never happened to me before. And uh, But now that I have the seat next to me open, I might be able to pull it off again. So I'm trying to get this recorded now 
And so I haven't had that much time except this morning to try to put all these things together because I don't have a whole lot of time to record this now as my small window of opportunity. So that's what I'm doing. So the first thought I have really came from a friend of mine this last week that pointed out to me that it's basically America's anniversary this week. Happy anniversary to you. I mean, it was sometime in November when they landed and then when they were able to get off the Mayflower and go on to it. But it was at Plymouth Rock where they landed. But I remember visiting as a kid, and I remember seeing the 1620 engraved in the rock and, and all that type of stuff. But it was, it was like this week, 400 years ago, where we landed on Plymouth Rock. I like what French author Alexis de Tocqueville wrote. This rock, talking about Plymouth Rock, obviously, is becoming an object of veneration in the United States. I have seen bits of it carefully preserved in several towns of the Union. Does not this sufficiently show that all human power and greatness is in the soul of man? Oh, I love that. I love that, Alexis. Thank you so much. Thank you, Alexis. Alexis, is there greatness in the soul of man? Yes, there is. <laughs> well, Alexa, I guess, not Alexis. But anyway, you know what I'm talking about. You, you follow my brain here. But there's so much stuff going on right now, so much negative narrative going on right now i i think it's good to put some positive narrative out there and i like how he says he's talking about this rock and he says does not this sufficiently show that all human power and greatness is in the soul of man what's he talking about well i'll get to that in just a second just i did let me just finish this quote first he says here is a stone which the feet of a few outcasts pressed for an instant and the stone becomes famous it is treasured by a great nation it is very dust is shared as a relic And the stone represents really the birth of America. And even though 2020 was a pretty ugly year for America and for the rest of the world, honestly, you know, we've talked about there's a lot of good things happening out of this too, but it's an anniversary of 400 years ago when we landed on Plymouth Rock. Now, next year will be the 400th anniversary of the first Thanksgiving. But anyway, the whole story of the first Thanksgiving is such a powerful, warm story. And now is a good time for us to share that. Uh, But I like how he says, you know, this rock has become famous. It's treasured by a great nation. It represents what these pilgrims did. It represents people that wanted freedom of religion, freedom to worship how they wanted a freedom without tyranny. It it represents so much. And I like how how Alexis says in here, he says that, number one, it, it showed all the human power and greatness is in the soul of man. Wow. What a great statement, right? But then it says, here's a stone with which the feet of a few outcasts press for an instant. I love that concept. Here, they were outcasts from their country. They did not fit in England. They were outcasts. In fact, these pilgrims were cast out of England uh, because of their views and because they didn't believe what England believed. And so they had to go live in the Netherlands for like 12 years before they came over on the Mayflower. Did you know that? Now, I didn't spend much study on this, but from what I remember on this whole thing, they were outcasts to Netherlands. And also now they come over to America. Now we have a whole country of America. Now the Native Americans were obviously here and, and, and they were doing their thing as well. And that's what I love about Thanksgiving where you've got two different cultures, two different belief systems came together in 1621 and held the first Thanksgiving. In fact, if it wasn't for, from what I understand from learning back in the days in school, right? If it wasn't for that Native American tribe showing up and helping these pilgrims, the pilgrims never would have made it. I mean, they lost half of their their, their people that came over on the, on the ship, on the Mayflower, they lost half of them that, that first winter. And then this tribe shows up and loves them and gives them corn, maize, you know, all that, all that type of stuff. It's, a, it's such a great story. Um, and it's so, so needed right now. 
But these guys were outcast because they didn't believe what the country they lived in believed. So they were kicked out to the Netherlands because they wanted freedom. They wanted to live freely. And yet England wanted nothing to do with that. So they were outcast. They were cast out of England and they moved to the Netherlands. And But they still pursued their dream of they wanted a place where they could be free. And that's why they got on Mayflower and went through all that death, all that sickness, all that. And it's also interesting, too, that they settled in a village that was taken out. The tribe, a Native American tribe, left that village because there was a big virus that went through it that came over from Europe and it cleared out the whole village. And that's where they're even, you know, with COVID going on right now, they're just, there's just so many things. Like I said, my mind is a plate of spaghetti right now. So I'm going to try to stay, <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to try to stay on task here. But the, the whole story of, like I said, the whole story of Thanksgiving, there's two different belief systems, two different groups of people, tribes of people came together that believed differently. And these guys even left England because they believed differently than England. And all of a sudden, these outcasts come over, they land, and they, and they do a, a Thanksgiving together. And they, they were two different belief systems, but they accepted each other even though they didn't believe the same thing, which takes me to the next strand of spaghetti that I came across today when I was when I was reading in the Bible I came across the Bible verse of the day and then I felt like I was supposed to read further on in that and so I did and it's talking here about these people that that were welcoming other people it's in third John that's near the very end of the Bible small book near the very end of the Bible and in this chapter it's talking about these people that received these other people under their home these other people also left on a journey and they were representing their belief system. And they, they went out to, to share that belief system with others. But they were not received or helped by the unbelievers, by the people that didn't believe what they believe. And I think this is so fitting to today. Not only does it fit in with the original Thanksgiving, two different belief systems come together and share a meal together and help each other survive, right? The Native Americans really helped the the pilgrims survive more than the pilgrims ever helped the Native Americans to survive. But the friendship that came out of that, but now you're also talking about a country that is looking to be torn in two by some people. I mean, I swear there's people out there, they're, they're trying to separate us and try to sell us tell us that if you don't believe this, then you're this. And if you don't believe that, then you're this. And, and they're trying to separate our country. But here in, in third John chapter one, it talks about these people that brought these people in and they supported them when the people that didn't believe what they believed did not support them. And then he goes on in this chapter in third John chapter one, where he talks about an individual there that was like a leader that always wants to be first. His name was, um, Diotrephes. And this guy would not welcome people. He would not help people. In fact, he discouraged people from from even reaching out to and helping other people, which wasn't what this community was all about. But this guy didn't like it. He, he discouraged other people from being receptive and welcoming. Could you imagine what would have happened where America would be today? Maybe we wouldn't even be living here if if that tribe uh, that didn't believe the way that we believe didn't accept the pilgrims and help the pilgrims out. They were so generous. They were so gregarious. They are what got these people. Could you imagine losing over half of the people that came over on the ship and not sure if you're going to make it? You're weak. And all of a sudden, these people that have been lived here forever come along and say, you know, we don't believe what you believe necessarily, but it doesn't matter. We're here to help you survive. And the winter's coming up and they had a big feast. I just, I love that. And right now you got people out there saying, you know, trying to separate us. 
Like, if we're not careful, we could head towards another civil war here because they're trying to say, you know, you, you look at the elections right now, and you're either for this guy or for this guy. You're either red or you're blue. You're either, I mean, it, it, the, the separation that, that's, that's going on, it, it's just stupid, which takes me back to The Rock. Well, let me finish this thought first. So he's talking to this other guy, Diotrephes, that is not welcoming. And he just got done praising these other people, saying, you've been so good. You brought these people into your home. You gave them a place to stay. You helped them out. You helped them continue on their journey, even though the people that didn't believe what they believed did not help them, but you helped them, and I applaud you for that. And then he goes into this guy, Diotrephes, who says, but this guy is the opposite. Not only is he not welcoming people, but he's encouraging all the other leaders and all the other people not to welcome people. It sounds a lot like the media going on today. It sounds like a lot of stuff that's going on right now. You know, we, we want to jump on that bandwagon. Don't jump on that bandwagon. Who cares if they don't believe what you believe? I was just in a room with a couple people, with several people last night where we didn't agree with each other, but we're still cordial and we walked out of there liking each other still. It was great. I think it's great to discuss things with people that you don't necessarily agree with. You don't have the same belief system as them, but it's still cool to find out how they believe and still walk out as friends. But here's a guy, Diotrephes, that not only didn't do that, but it said they also spread rumors about these people. That's messed up. So then you go further on down. It says, dear friend, don't be like those who do evil. Be like those who do good. Check this out. Anyone who does what is good belongs to God. Other translations say do the work of God. What an employer What do you do? I do the work of God. God employs me. I do the work of God. When you do what is good, you do what God wants you to do. You're not only doing what God is asking you to do, you're not only doing the work of God, but you also belong to God. Anyone who does what is good belongs to God. Anyone who does what is evil hasn't really seen or know God. And then goes on and says, everyone says good things about Demetrius, the other character in this story in in 3 John. He lives in keeping with the truth. We also say good things about him, and you know that what we say is true. So here's a guy that was welcoming these people, and it said he did what was good, he did the work of God, and he belonged to God. Don't go down that path of evil, down the path of hating this person and hating. That's, that's what hatred is. It's evil. It's, it's wrong. It's, it's darkness. It's, here we got two examples, Thanksgiving and Third John here, where two groups of people didn't believe the same thing. But there was support from each other. And I just think that's fantastic. And I think just because I support someone that I don't agree with doesn't mean that they're right or that I'm right. It means that they're human and so am I. It means that they're valuable and so am I. And that's what we've got to do. Because this Plymouth Rock, that's the item I talked about in the beginning that was 20,000 pounds. This Plymouth Rock was up to 20,000 pounds, and it was tried to be moved a couple of different times, and each time they tried to move it, it broke. How do you break a 20,000-pound rock? I don't know, but I didn't do it. I wasn't there, okay? But now that rock sits in this special protected place, and it's glued back together. Actually, it's cemented back together because this rock... Like Alexa said, it represents something more than just a rock. It represents the birth of a nation. It represents the conquest, the, 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 what the, the original pilgrims went through, all the, all the price that they paid so that we could, we could be in this country right now and America could be what it is because of the price that these outcasts paid so that we could have freedom. It's just such an incredible story. So that rock is more than just a rock. 
You know, people were chipping away at that rock for hundreds of years, taking pieces home because that rock represented something so much more. It represented, how did he put it? It represented all human power and greatness is in the soul of man. I mean, that's what I'm talking about. So they took cement and they cemented that rock back together. And then they put 1620 engraved it right in the middle of that rock. And now over a million visitors visit that every year. It's one of the smallest parks, I guess, in, in, in America. And yet it's got the Plymouth Rock there that a million people come and visit that small park every year. And right now, it feels to me like there's a group of people out there that are trying to separate us. They're trying to make us blue or red. They're trying to separate us by color. They're trying to separate us by gender. They're trying to separate us by viewpoint, by politics. By, by, there's always people out there that are going to try to do evil and try to separate us. But we're all humans. We're all in this thing together. And we belong together. That's what that rock represents. It represents different belief systems coming together and helping each other out. And that's what God would want. When we don't do that, when we do the evil of hatred, we're not doing the work of God. And the last strand of spaghetti that I just want to tie the whole thing up with is what is that cement that brought that rock that was separated several times and chipped away at hundreds and thousands of times, but they found all the big pieces and they brought them back together and they cemented that rock back together. What is that cement? I think that cement is the very thing that that rock represented. It's Thanksgiving. It's being thankful. It's being grateful. Not focusing on what we don't agree on, but focusing on what we do agree on. Not focusing on the parts that we don't believe like each other, but focusing on the parts where we do believe the same thing together. We can agree to disagree, and we can agree to agree on other parts. Every one of us wants to be loved. Every one of us needs to be loved. Everybody needs to love, needs to give, needs to help. That's why we were created. And Thanksgiving is the thing that will bring us back together. When we're thankful for what we have, when we're thankful for each other, when we're thankful for the breath that we have, when we're thankful for the skill that we have, when we're thankful for the time that we have, when we're thankful for the, the talent, the, 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 the money that we have, when we're thankful for all these things that we have that we can help other people with, that's the cement that brings us back together as humans, as a tribe, as a country, as a world. So happy life Thanksgiving. That's what I'm talking about. Make sure that you're thankful, thankful for what you got and thankful for each other. And don't let people separate you from other people because they say you're supposed to feel that way about that person. Don't go down that path. Don't go down that path of evil, that path of hatred, that path of division, that path of it's okay for us to disagree. There's nothing wrong with that. It's good to disagree. That's what, where we get our belief system from. You can't know what you really believe until you talk with someone who disagrees with you. (laughs) And then I know what I believe when I talk with someone else. The truth is the truth for me to think that everything that I think is is exactly truth and everyone else everyone thinks is not truth. That's egotistical. That's just jacked up. But truth is I'm a human being and I'm, 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 I don't know everything. And that's why I need you in my life. That's why we can sit down and have a conversation and maybe disagree, but we can learn from each other. And we become thankful for what we have instead of seeing what we don't have. We become thankful for each other. Instead of saying, they don't believe like I believe, so I can't have anything to do with them, that's jacked up. That's just not right. That's just not the work of God. 
It doesn't belong to God. God wants his people to love each other. He made us so that we would be in unity with each other, despite whether we all believe the same thing or not. So happy life Thanksgiving. I've got plenty to be thankful for. I haven't got great big yacht to sail from shore to shore. Still, I've got plenty to be thankful for. I hope that helps. How could anybody ask for more? Oh, I've got plenty to be thankful for. And I hope you have a fantastic Thanksgiving.